everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. If you're just tuning in, we've been here all day live because we have four-wheel drive, and we're happy to be here. And I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Elizabeth Reese today. Thank you for having me. It's really fun. I'm going to be filling in um, a bunch of days this summer. You know, last summer I had a baby, so I was kind of down for the count, and I, I didn't know. get to be your summer girl. I know. You were not my summer girl. But I do have um, quite a few more dates this summer that I'll be here, and it makes me really happy. So thanks for asking me. I love that. Now, so just by the way, you guys, today is Eat Your Feelings Day. It is. Because we understand that sometimes we need to have mashed potatoes for lunch. I wanted them for breakfast, but I just I had to drive. When so it's I had a to blizzard go. in April, shout out to my friend Mari. It's her birthday today. Woo-hoo! What a sad. <laughs> Sorry, Mari. Normally, normally her birthday is better. She's like, usually it's croquet parties and gin and tonics. <laughs> and now it's going to be braised beef and mucklucks. So that's Sorry, just Mar-bar. the deal. That's the deal. There you go. Hey, we have a couple people on the line holding over from the Ask Stephanie portion. Let's get to Laura first. Hey, Laura, what's going on? Hi. Yeah. So you're talking about eating your feelings. Yes. You drink them on Saturday. Um, and you guys were talking about in the, um, herbs and, and citrus in cocktails. And my favorite cocktail, I love infusing, like, vodkas and gins and stuff. So I infused a vodka with some vanilla beans, and I did a basil simple syrup and made lemonade. And that is, like, the best vodka lemonade I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, my oh gosh. My that's word. awesome. Laura. I love that. How long did you let the vodka sit with the vanilla beans to infuse it? Um, I only did about two weeks. I just did, like, a mason jar because I really didn't know how it would turn out. So yeah. I did a mason jar. I split, like, two beans and... Let it sit for two weeks, and yeah, it turned out absolutely amazing. And then there's like the little beans floating around in there too. Oh, it's great! I love that. That's a really great Laura, idea. You win the day. Yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, also, if you um, like, she did her own basil lemonade. Lori Kroll at Golden Fig has basil limeade. Yes, in like a drink the mix, jars. ready yes. to go. So if you did your own vanilla infused vodka and then you bought that drink mix, yeah, we actually had that at our wedding. She did. That would um, work. I did. That is a cocktail, which was so fun and so fresh. I am in for that. Hey, Good idea. we also have Heidi on the line. Heidi, are you here still? Yes, I am. Good morning. Good morning. What are you doing today? I have never made Mexican, and so I'm going to stay home with my boyfriend, and we're going to make homemade chips and salsa, chimichangas, some cinnamon donuts, and we're going to try the tequila with orange juice and lime. Holy <laughs> mama, you are going Heidi, big, and I well like it. Well done, you. <laughs> You are having spring break in your house today. I that love it. That is incredible. What a great idea. Yes. Oh, the, God. Just do tequila on the rocks. Yeah. Orange and lime and just sip it and you will feel so good. And, and remember to start your cooking before you start the tequila because yeah. otherwise the cooking may never happen. That's true. And do a lot of ice <laughs> and then it kind of melts down and it just like mellows out the tequila. It's really great. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Oh, my gosh. She's like, we've never done Mexican food. So today we're going to do homemade chips and homemade salsa and chimichangas. I mean, I... You're amazing. I love the Weekly Dish listeners, you guys. I love you guys. You guys are my people. All right, let's do top two and hour two. Give me the old one, two. And now the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, will you? All right, this is the time. We usually talk about a couple things that are sort of obsessing us this week. So you go first, lady. Okay, so my first one is this hot buffalo sauce from Tessa Mays. 
Okay. So Tessa May is this company. They, if you've ever done a Whole30, you're familiar with them because they make all sorts of like dressings and sauces that are Whole30 friendly, paleo friendly. I mean, if you don't need to subscribe to those sort of diet plans to like it because they're just really clean ingredient, delicious sauces. Mm -hmm. So I picked up the hot buffalo sauce. Yeah. Now you were talking about your chicken in an instant pot. Yes. And this is like making me think I have to do a chicken in a pressure cooker and then just mix it in with this Tessa hot buffalo sauce. Yes. And the ingredients are really great. It's sunflower seed oil. It's a bunch of like peppers, vinegar, salt, spices, garlic. Like it's no muck. It's nothing scary that you can't pronounce. And the flavor on this buffalo sauce is so good. So you can get it at Whole Foods. Okay. And I think you can get it other places too. I linked up, um, I posted our link to the actual company so you can see what the bottle looks like. Okay. But I know um, a lot of the other Tessame's products are great. I bought the barbecue sauce, too. I haven't tried it yet, but I did post it on my Instagram, and a lot of people were telling me it's like their favorite with pulled pork. So I think I'm going to bust it out with the pork that I'm making today. Do it. But the hot buffalo sauce has a great amount of kick. They do have a mild version if you're afraid of it, but... Go for the hot if you're me. And then um, mix it in just with like some pulled chicken and just make or do like some baked wings or something. Is it? And how is it compared to like a Frank's hot sauce? Like, like the buffalo same. Sauce. Is it? But even but better more because flavorful. it's more natural. And... It's not as like Frank's is uh, Frank's is almost a little bit more muted in yeah. like specific pepper flavor yeah. compared to this one. It's I not feel very like... complex. Frank's is kind of easygoing, you know, like and it's it's straight on the road. Well, and what I was w- thinking about this one, this one has aged red peppers. So Ooh, I wonder if there's something going on with like, I don't know, some sort of fermentation or yeah. something that's just like really deepening the complexity of the pepper flavor of this. So it's Tessa May's hot buffalo sauce. I've been just like dunking chicken pieces in it. Well, that's, I end up, when I find a good hot sauce, that's my thing. It's either popcorn or chicken pieces, and I don't, I but cauliflower, everything, I put it all on there. And Frank's is like, kind of been the only game in town for a long time, and it's good, but this one is The buffalo sauce, right? And that's the thing is, I, you know, I'm a crybaby Craig's girl for sure. and that is all the time. Yeah, that is absolutely in my, you know, pocket, but I kind of there's a but there's a creaminess that I want with some things you know that I'm looking for so that's interesting the hot buffalo sauce hot and the label sauce. is fabulous and it's just Cute. like really really great stuff so okay so my next my first one is actually kind of in the same way it was uh, there's some new shishito peppers at Pajarito oh my gosh and you've Pajarito. been loving Pajarito too I'm in love with you Pajarito mm-hmm. you are the perfect restaurant here's why the <laughs> atmosphere is fabulous yeah. it's the right amount of noise mm-hmm. it's the right amount of space it's the right amount of items on the menu and everything I get is delicious. I also like just two margarita options. I don't want a hundred options for anything. I just want a couple. They are launching a new drink menu next week and don't worry the margaritas are still there and they're not doing like a kajillion margaritas. They're doing different, you know, they have a mango drink that is going to knock your socks off because it is not mangoey sweet but it's mango. I'm so excited for it, but it's next week. But this is what I want to tell you. So So you know their Brussels sprouts? Are my favorite thing ever. Okay, well, unfortunately, the Brussels sprouts are going to come off the menu. Why? Why, God, why? Because they have to change things up. Also, I think the price of Brussels sprouts is so much right Brussels sprouts are expensive. And so they're trying to... So it's also spring. And also, when you think about Brussels, instead of making it be about have your Brussels all year, have the same prep 
with the cotilla cheese and the spices on shishito peppers. Okay. So you're still like getting all the good stuff. It's a green taste. It's a bright flavor. And then it's got all that lovely cotilla cheese and sauce on I it. I might have to go to Pajarito, though, to just get an order of the Brussels sprouts before they go off the menu. But you got to But then you should do a side by side on the on the shishitos. Well, they probably I love shishitos. Shishitos yeah. are great. And those are those peppers, you guys, that are not spicy. Mm-hmm. They are just, and they blacken them, so they have that, you know... Char. Yeah, char on them, and you just kind of pop them in your mouth and eat them. I love them. Okay, what's your second? Okay, second thing uh, that I am loving in our top two in hour two is the brioche bread oh. from Bakersfield. Boom. I love the people at Bakersfield. I love what they're doing. I love you, Steve. You're just really fantastic. <laughs> I've been there and visited you and seen how you mill your flour, and it makes my heart go pitter-patter, but the bottom line is... There is nothing better to me than the brioche that they are making. And I have tried virtually all of their breads because I buy them regularly. So if you've missed um, Bakersfield, they're right in the food building in Northeast Minneapolis. Um, uh, Steve, who runs it, is the guy who started Rustica Bakery and then sold it. And then now this is his new project. They partner with all sorts of local fabulous farmers to buy their interesting grains. They use an extended fermentation. So the breads have just a beautiful flavor and taste, but also tons. I mean, it's like a gut health bomb folks. They are, it's just, it's, it's such a beautiful expression of Minnesota baking. It's fantastic. So it's naturally leavened, Extended fermentation, milled right there on site in the milling capital of the world where we used to mill more tons of flour than anybody else. And then it all went away. Now they're actually milling it in Minneapolis, which is really cool. But their brioche stuff is so fantastically good. They make a pan brioche. So it has butter. It has sugar. It has eggs. But you can like just toasting it with jam is so good. The other thing about it, though, it's not it's more of a complex flavor than just a really simple brioche yeah. because of that leavening situation that they do. Yeah. And they use more whole grains in it, but it's still like light and fantastic. On my Instagram feed, if you scroll back a few pictures, you can see a recipe for an egg bake that I created using Bakersfield brioche. Wicked smart. And it was over the top fabulous. <sighs> like it was so good. So the recipe's on my Instagram feed. If you just scroll back a few pictures, you'll see the egg bake and then you can, the recipe's posted right there. But it is really worth seeking out. They sell it at a bunch of different co-ops. And then um, Lori at Golden Fig was telling me that she's hoping that they're going to be able to carry it soon, too. Oh, my God. So good. And then I was like, I need you to make sure that you have the brioche and that I have a weekly um, order of it. (laughs) That there's an actual hold on it for me. Because I love it. I I mean, breakfast sandwiches, anything like eat really good bread. Yeah. You don't have to stop eating bread. Just eat really good bread. That's really the key. Eat the bread. Yeah. Eat the really good eat bread. The really good yeah, bread. I'm with you. So get it from Bakersfield and um, try the brioche as your first bread that you try from them because it is fantastic. I love that. Okay, mm-hmm. my second one for, uh, for top two and R two just quickly is the instant pot. I just found this. We were talking about it. The instant pot split pea soup. So it's a split pea and ham hock soup that you do in the instant pot, and they have bacon croutons. Yes. On top of it. Hello. I'm going to put that up on the uh, on the we on the uh, web page on the. Facebook, because that is something I think you could do today pretty easily. And and I mean, that is just a total comfort moment. And we were just saying that we think that the split pea in, you know, slow cookers can get a bit muted. But I think the I pressure think cooked ones. It. Yeah. Pressure are, cooked or stovetopped split pea and ham is the way to do it. I think um, I will never make split pea and ham in my slow cooker again after I switched to making it on the stovetop and realized it's so much better. Yeah. 
All right, gang. We're going to take statements today. I know we have lots of things. We have a lot of we have a lot of things that we believe in, and I love that. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to talk with Cindy and Supen Harrison about the Thai New Year that we're celebrating this uh, coming up. So we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on this beautiful, lovely Saturday morning. Um, if you miss any part of the show, by the way, with all of the good Eat Your Feeling tips, you uh, you can dial us up on mytalk1071.com. And, of course, you can always listen on the podcast, you guys. Yes. If you want to hunker down right now, maybe you've slept in and you missed the first hour. Good for you. You got stuff happening. <laughs> we are happy that you're with us. I just got a photo from my husband. He's got Bloody Marys happening at our house right yes, now. Jay! So I see it going. I see he's got the juices. He's got it all happening. And my daughter is smiling in the picture. So it looks like he's teaching her to make He is doing body. well. Yes. You know what else we could use is maybe a reset. So thank goodness that it's the Thai New Year coming up. How wonderful. I know. We I have, need a new year right We about need now. a new year. We have Cindy on the line from Sawadee. Are you there, Cindy? Yes, I am. Oh, thank you for thank you for joining us this morning. I am just so excited. Tell us what's going on with Thai New Year. Thai New Year is a celebration of the uh, Songkran, which is a water festival, and they use the water as a symbol to uh, cleansing. You know, take the misfortune from last year out, and then get the new. Good luck, good fortune for the new year coming. Oh, I, love I, that I feel like concept. we all could use a cleansing, and I just want not frozen water. Yeah, to, if we if we can make us. sure the, the water is thawed, <laughs> that would be great. But that is a and so at the at Sawadi at the restaurants, you guys are doing a a, wa, a Thai water blessing. What does that mean? Uh, so we'll be uh, Supan will actually be going around and blessing each table. Yeah, um, and well, so that'll be on Tuesday at Minneapolis and. Uh, Wednesday at St. Paul, and we'll also have a special menu, which includes kanom jean, which is a curry with noodles. Um, we'll have uh, fried spring rolls, which are, kind of represent golden bars. It represents prosperity. And then we'll also have um, tapioca with coconut milk, which is just delicious. The it's best. such a great dessert. Oh, God, that is so and, great. Now, and, and, again, the, and you're doing it on two days, right? You're doing one in Minneapolis and one in St. Paul. On, is it Tuesday and Thursday? Um, Tuesday, the 17th in Minneapolis, and Wednesday okay. in, in St. Paul. And do you have to get reservations? Is that widely recommended, or is it you can pop in? Is there a chance to kind of stop by? There is a chance to stop by, but it rec- um, reservations are recommended just because we, uh, because of the show starting at 7, it does get kind of fall. Okay, I wonder about Thai food, because I think... So many of us have such a love affair with Thai food. I like love everything about it. What do you think are the dishes that we're missing out on if we're just trying like, our, you know, if we kind of like stick in our wonderful green curry pad Thai land that yes. we're used to? Like, what are we missing out on that we might want to branch out and try? It, it's a stir fry trim with the basil. Basil had, uh, you know, uh, more, nut- more oil and nutrient and then the vegetable and the trim and then this uh, trim with the basil is uh, represents uh, uh, prosperity, you know, of the new year coming. So maybe you should try the basil and then three stars. <laughs> three hot. Three hot. <laughs> I, like I think that might work. Seriously. Anything with the Thai basil. Okay. I add know. that in. Yum. Now, do you guys feel that there has been, and we're talking with Cindy and Supen Harrison of Sawadi, who, you know, I mean, you guys basically pioneer the Thai food in town, I really feel like. Do you feel that people are more open to Thai? I think they're more experimental. Do you, or do you feel like you still have to teach people things? 
Well, I've been uh, in the business for 35 years, and i still teaching them how to eat a good, you know, healthy Thai food, you know, and I'm still ongoing. I have a cooking class. I have a, you know, be out and about and tell other people many, many times, and then, you know, welcome them, them to come try Thai food. And, you know, we are the first Thai restaurant in town. Yeah. I opened that years, many, 30-some years ago. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's still ongoing and, you know, and it's a good, you know, healthy, delicious food. And, and I would say that uh, I think people definitely know more about mm-hmm. Thai food, but there's there's tons of people out there still who have never tried it. And so it's always going to be uh, new people learning about Thai food. Yeah. Not every dish is hot. So yeah. Just... <laughs> right. That's, yeah, I think, one of those things hot. they think, oh, this is going to be too hot for me. And no. I, you know. There's such a focus on flavor, too, with Thai food. And it's just yes. like there's something about like the combinations of flavors that is so satisfying. It's just like I well, it, and addictive. I just want more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the flavor of the hot, sour, salty, and hot, okay? That's salty, true. Salty, sour, sweet, and hot in the dishes. So that's why it's yummy, yummy. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's yummy. That actually works out. I love that. Well, thanks, you guys, again for coming on. You guys are, the Sabati is doing two nights of the Thai New Year. You guys can start over, go and get a water blessing at the table, enjoy some beautiful Thai food that'll, you know, cleanse your soul and start the new year fresh. I'm ready to start fresh. And Thai dancing, of course, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I love that. I forgot about the Thai dancing. Oh, thank you for having us. Thanks, Sue Penn and Cindy Harrison, you guys. We'll uh, we'll see you guys another time. Oh, thank you. Thanks for coming. Boy, delicious. I always want Thai food. Always, always. I will tell you that there is, I mean, Sawadee is definitely... Sawadee is definitely one of those places that, you know, it's it really has affected the way that we eat in yeah. Minneapolis mm-hmm. and St. Paul. I mean, the, the bringing of Thai and, and there was a time when there we, it seemed like we had a lot of Thai restaurants. And then I feel like it's kind of, I don't know, centered a little bit more now. You know, it is funny to think back like Sue Penn was just talking about how she opened the first Thai restaurant in town 30 years ago. And can you just imagine 30 years ago? What like Minnesotans who think that black pepper is just really aggressive? Yeah, walking into that first Thai restaurant imagine? and just having never been exposed to those flavors and thinking like, "What is this?" I bet there was so much joy to yeah. discover how delicious well, it is. I think Sabadee was where I had my first pad Thai, you know, and I think it was the first time actually that I had curry oh. when I was at was it was a beautiful curry, and I remember feeling like, "This is where has this been?" Thai curry. Like, why can't I have that? Thai curry's happy, good. Yeah, very good. I know. And then, do you ever cook Thai? I mean, do you ever start at home with you know? Because it does the flavors again. What what I love what she said is that it is a balance of flavor, and you nailed it with like there's just something that makes it satisfying, and it is truly that complexity of sweet, sour, salty, the whole thing. It's it's like it like it hits that that note in your soul. It's so good. You know, the only tie that I really make at home, I buy this um this brand it's called Yai's Thai. It's Y A I and then Thai. They have um jarred like green curry, yellow curry, red curry. Yeah. And I will make those like I'll just cook up a bunch of vegetables and protein and then pour the curry sauce over it and then serve it with rice. And I love it. And the Ugh. red is really hot and the green is really good. But there is it's it's not as great as going out to a Thai no. restaurant. And I will tell you that learning from Sue Penn, you know, learning, taking a class with her has been I 
sat in on a class. I can't remember where I it need was. To do that. I think it was in the kitchen at Sawadee in Minneapolis. But and it, just learning from someone who it's their life's work is something that is you cannot. There's no there's no cookbook. There's no website. There's no YouTube that will teach you better than Sue Penn Harrison. You have to have somebody teach you. If yep. you are in Apple Valley, I want to give a shout out to this Taste of Thai restaurant. Oh, is it new? It is not new. It's been around for a while. And my um, like a few years and we featured, we did a whole bunch of stories on Apple Valley. We featured Apple Valley as our TCL in your town last week on, or last month on Twin Cities Live. And um, Kelly, our reporter, brought in food from this place. And it was not around when I grew up there. The food was so fabulous. She brought in some different rice dishes and noodle dishes. It was so good. And then I said, my mom was watching and my mom was like, oh my gosh, your dad and I go there like once a week. We love that place. It's called Taste of Thai Eye. It's in Apple Valley. Thai food is not just limited to the city. No, actually, I know. I, I actually think some of the best well, Thai places are in the burbs. I would love if everyone and wants to send out their shout outs for their favorite little gem, you know, that's out there. The, because that's how we find them is like someone saying you have got to try this in a strip mall. So yeah. and so and whatever. Well, and sometimes, you know, when you, when it comes to like first generation immigrants who are moving here and setting up shop, rent in the city is really it's expensive. It's not possible. And rent for them living in the city and to live in the city and to open a business in the city. I mean, I live in the city. It's, it's expensive. It's crazy. And yeah. so to be able to find these small, the suburban communities where they're able to find a spot in a yeah. strip mall and not necessarily have this crazy rent and the risk and kind of get started. That's where some of the that's best where... food is being made. Okay. I love, and actually didn't we have a strip mall spelunking? We did a strip mall, segment. like an unexpected great strip mall restaurant yeah. segment on Twin Cities Live um, a few we months ago. We have to do another one, I think. I Love that. Let's do it. It was right. great. Great, great stuff. Again, Sawadee, those guys, uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul, this week, Thai New Year, ways to refresh your life is what I'm thinking. We're going to take a, a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we are going to hear all about Ms. Elizabeth's girls' trip to Nashville. Hey, y'all. And find out what she ate. It all. It's all. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. It's Stephanie March with Elizabeth Reese this morning. Good morning, friends. It we, is nice to be with you on this Eat Your Feelings Day. It is an Eat Your Feelings Day. I just want you to know, one of my weather man friends just told me that, you know, nearly every road in the southwestern quarter of Minnesota is now closed, including I-90. Wow. West of Fairmont. Whoa. So just setting you know, if you had ideas that maybe you could do a road trip somewhere... <laughs> Can I tell you that my son... I think you can go north. My son, Matt, was like, yeah, we're going to canoe the uh, Minnehaha Creek to the falls today. Like, he told me this yesterday that they were going to do this on Saturday. I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> well, we still might. I'm like, no, you won't. Like, you won't do that. My husband had a hunting trip planned for today. He was supposed to go to Lesur and hunt with a bunch of guys tonight or all day today and then stay overnight tonight and then they had to cancel it which is why I think he's making buddies at home I hey, know honey, have one wet reading I wish reading I was heading your way come on over <laughs> I, I gotta go to the grocery store and figure out what I'm gonna cook <laughs> no but you were in warmer climes not too long ago unfortunately it was like 30 degrees the entire time was that it? I was in Nashville last weekend it was like a freak freezing weekend let's not talk about the weather let's just talk about the food okay, okay because so, by the way Nashville is a town that has really blossomed I it, think really has blossomed. It's such a destination for people. It is the bachelorette party of capital of the world. So you're just going to have to Wait, set what? that aside. For real? More bachelorette parties than anywhere else. It's bigger than Vegas stuff. I kid Wait. you not. Yes. It's crazy. There are so Why many bachelorette that? parties there. All you see are groups of girls wearing like matching t-shirts. Um, one one group of girls we saw out at a bar just were wearing matching t-shirts that said, I'm going to get drunk. 
That was, and I was like, well. I mean, and then I watched if one you're of those be girls slam a cocktail faster than I've ever seen a cocktail slammed. And I said, well, I thought, well, oh, she's well, living up to her t Yeah, she's on a mission. Hey, there it's, you go. Well, it's clearly stated. So that's that's one kind of interesting part okay. about it. But that being said, yeah. Uh, the restaurant scene in Nashville is blowing up and it is a quick flight and it's really pretty reasonable to go there. I mean, we did three nights there. It's really great. I'm actually doing another trip in October with TCL viewers. We have the website, uh, all the information on TwinCitiesLive.com. So if you're thinking you want to do a girls getaway with a bunch of really fun Amazing. Twin Cities Livers and me, yeah, you can sign up and go. That's in October. It'll be really fun. But I did like some research. Yeah, you had to do some uh, on my last R&D. weekend trip. So um, a few highlights in Nashville. I'm like, I just want tacos all the time. I never look at a taco and think I don't want it. So I went to this place called Bar Taco. They have a couple locations in Nashville and they have really great street tacos in sort of like a preppy um environment like it's the awnings are blue and white it's very like fresh and shiplappy in the restaurant it looks very yeah it looks very sort of hamptonist it looks very hamptonist but you're not getting lobster rolls you're getting street tacos it's really a cool place because they have these little pads of paper at your seat and then you just check what you want and then you put the paper up in this little stand and then your server comes and grabs the paper and then goes and brings you your order. And the fun thing about it is then you can order whatever you want. Like my girlfriend Ingrid and I went, got some tacos, and then we were like, you know what we want? One more taco. So we put the little paper up again and got tacos delivered. I had rock shrimp tacos stuff that were so flavorful and spicy and amazing. And then a duck taco in this sort of like sweet, salty tamarind yeah. sauce. Yeah. They're really yes, I'm down reasonably... For that sized and how much are, I mean like how do you have a do you have a feeling about tacos and you know prices it was like, it was like 250 or 350 a taco okay that's fine it me. feels really that's good great. to me I love that and I ate three plus we got chips and guac okay and so I split chips and guac with my friend and then we each got three tacos yeah and oh. a glass of rosé I love it yeah it was really a fun place so if you're thinking about going to Nashville I think you should book a trip okay then I also had yeah the greatest donuts that I've ever had in my entire life There's a place called Five Daughters Bakery. They have several locations in Nashville. They also have a couple of Florida locations. And they make what's called these 100-layer donuts. They take four days to make the donuts. When they sell out, they sell out. They make Is it like a dosant? It's like essentially a, like a dosant, like a cronut. Yep. Yeah. It's um it's like a croissant dough. They're very tall. Yeah. They're beautifully tall and then they have um, like a layer of frosting or icing on the top. And then in between the croissant layers is like a cream inside. What? So when you get the That's chocolate another layer. donut, you have the layers of the croissant plus the cream dispersed within the flaky layers and then the frosting on top. I died and went to heaven. I cried a tear of joy. I thought <laughs> nothing in life will live up to this donut ever. Um, can I just say on their website, there's a guy wearing a t-shirt saying abs are nice, but have you tried the hundred layer donuts? <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. It's called five daughters bakery. It is so worth it. Life changing donuts is not overstating no, it because okay. I've been thinking about them nonstop. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Then one thing that happened 
that I thought was really interesting in Nashville is that I realized that something that Nashville is known for is way better here at home. What? I'm talking hot chicken, mama. Wait a minute. This is a whole thing. I'm going to maybe start. You're going to start a little bit of a war here. I'm going to hope that no one in Nashville is listening to this broadcast. Yeah, this is true. Really, it's just our own feelings or any Nashville-based humans here. Because I went to Hattie B's. So Hattie B's Hot Chicken is like the place to get hot chicken in Nashville. And everybody recommends it. And everyone talks about how you have to go to Hattie B's and you there's going to be a line but it goes fast and you just get like really simple chicken and they have different layers of heat everyone says like don't get the hottest I got the medium and I could have easily gotten hot a couple mm-hmm. of my girlfriends are wimps so they got mild and I was embarrassed to be with them but yep. that's neither here nor there <laughs> that's the that's that's the hard part of going on a food trip with girlfriends <laughs> not everyone can handle the heat right so Hattie B's has like a killer reputation and I what is your feeling I have to tell you that the Tennessee hot chicken at Revival is <gasps> 10 times better. Really? 10 times better. 20 times better. I'd go 50 times better. It just, the Tennessee hot chicken at Revival is so deliciously crispy and fantastic and the perfect amount of fried chicken crust on the outside of the chicken. Thank you. Hattie B's felt kind of bland and sort of like mush, like this the hot sauce that they put on top of the fried chicken sort of mushed the crispy coating. Which is my number one reason why I usually don't want any sauce on my fried chicken because and it messes it up. All of us, all of the girls, there were four of us there, we were like, well, that didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. And I posted on Instagram that Revival was like didn't it didn't nearly live up to Revival. So it actually made me coming home from Nashville made me just want to go to Revival more. God, that's so interesting. Chicken. You should watch the Ugly Delicious Chicken episode, fried chicken episode with David Chang's Ugly Delicious on oh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to watch you need to watch that show. Okay. I, I mean, I know it's there's a lot of like shows have to get stacked up, but no, I need to hear you. Need but to you watch should it. maybe watch also just the, you can start, you can dip right into the fried chicken. He delves into the entire thing with Hattie B's. And of course the original hot chicken places that are owned by African-Americans that have a little bit more of the history behind it. Sure. In Nashville. And because this Hattie B's is obviously a chain and right. it's, you know, one of those things that and this is what I worry about when someone is successful and they become a chain and they become you know, what happens is that that quality kind of goes down just because of volume. It just happens. You're right. And that's what I worry about. And that's why I think Revival is, you know, pretty, I don't want them to become a chain. <laughs> it's almost like three locations is a gem. And yeah. when you get bigger than that, it gets a little it gets harder a little to scary. maintain. And I mean, remember, I grew a national, couple of national restaurant chains. Yes, so I know did. what I'm saying. Anyway, yes, you did. Okay, next. Okay, next, Husk in Nashville. Okay, Husk, you did go. That's I what I wanted to, to get Husk. to. Yes, we went to Husk. Husk also has a location in Charleston. And, you know, it's like the biggest, baddest, Sean fuzziest Brock. restaurant. Yeah, like Chef Sean Brock. Hot Chef. Um, I felt like Husk was a little pretentious. Yeah. We had reservations and we were looking forward to it. I, that being said, I had some of the greatest beef tartare I've ever had in my life. My friend Megan and I shared that and we loved it so much that we ended up ordering a second order. I That is a true foodist. Like we crushed are, it. And yeah. then Megan was like, do you want another one? And I said, I want another one. Want she said, one. we're getting another one. Yeah. Um, because it was so, so good. Fabulous. Yeah. We also had a really great beet salad. Now, that being said, we kind of ordered like a bunch of sides and starters. We didn't delve into the entrees because we just weren't starving at that point. Um, but I didn't, I felt like it was a little, a little pretentious. And then other people I was talking to in Nashville were saying it's a little overhyped. Yeah. I wonder about that. So that's, there you go. That being said, the building was beautiful. Um, they have a very, and I love small menus, but they have a very small menu. 
Ugh. As in like four entree options. Yeah. And that's a maybe a little small. That is a little small. That is a little fancy and it is sort of revered. But I, again, wonder about hype versus reality. Okay, we have time for one more. You got one Get more? Tartar, one more thing. Um, we also went to a place called Pinewood Social. This is all about eating in Nashville. What was really fun was to see this sort of like... Um, Sort of like Lynn Hall, Can Can Wonderland, kind of like places where people just come to gather oh, for all fan- sorts of different reasons. Fantastic. That trend is so hot right now in Minneapolis, and it's also happening in Nashville. The place called Pinewood Social has, it's, you know, it's go there for brunch, go there for cocktails, go there for bowling, go there just to hang out and work on your laptop and drink a cup of coffee. It's this concept of like making a place where you can do work, where you can go with friends, where you get silly with bowling or where you have a serious dinner all under one roof. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving that idea. And so that's yes. exactly how this place was. Pinewood Social was really delicious. That's by Strategic Hospitality, which is the guys who st- who did Catbird Seat, which is, you know, one of those super Eric Anderson was down there cooking oh, at that a long time ago. That's but great. Yeah, it's a wonderful place. Yeah, it's a really cool it's a really cool place and um Wow, look at that. That's gorgeous. The coffee was fabulous and the service was really outstanding and there was a major huge line and it was worth it. Oh, good. And it was fun. Well, I love it. There's Nashville for you mm-hmm. uh, from an eater's perspective, you guys. Nashville in a nutshell. In ate a my nutshell. way through the whole place. I love it. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap it up for you. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us today at The Weekly Dish. This has been Stephanie March with Elizabeth Reese. It's going too fast. It is. It's already done. I know. It's, Can you believe it? Remember when we used to lobby for this show being expanded to two hours, <laughs> Steph? Remember those dark days when <laughs> it was know. only one hour long and we would complain that this show is too short and then now it's two hours and look what we're doing. We're complaining we're that complaining. it's too short again. We need an extra hour. <laughs> we just need one more, you guys. This has been an eat your feelings kind of day, and um, it's going to continue to be an eat your feelings kind of day. I just it's going to be the whole weekend. It really is, and I think that that's okay, and I hope that you guys are all... I mean, if you have the moral of the story, what would your moral of the story from today's show be? I think uh, just hang tight. Yeah. Hang tight and use herbs. <laughs> I love... <laughs> In whatever form that takes. But yeah, we're... whatever form that takes for I mean... you. For me, it's going to just be like a lot of parsley, a lot of dill. Like try to just get some bunches, buy some of the plants that you can have in your house that you can have like, you know, in all of the grocery stores right now, there are giant basil plants. You yes. can pick them up at Trader Joe's. You can pick them up anywhere and just have them in your house and just start putting them on everything because it's the only way to feel a little bit spring. I do want to just shout out to the farmers out there who are just feeling like, man, our short growing season is already going to be shorter. So when it comes to where you're going to put your food dollar this summer in particular, farmers have it hard every year. But I think every week that goes by that they can't get stuff in the ground. And I mean, it's really like we're not going to be planting until... No, you May. guys. Like I, like I said, ice out was supposed to be uh, the median time for ice out on Lake Minnetonka. Our biggest lake is this weekend. Yeah. And it's not even going to be close. No, it won't happen. So it'll be, you know, it'll be a little shorter for those folks. So I think it'll be even more important to just patronize them and, um, you know, get those CSA orders in and start planning your trips to the farmer's market so that you can make sure that they have that economic support that they need so they we keep also, growing what we want to eat. We would be doing the CSA stuff. This We would have like the CSA fair right around this time too normally at Seward and that's probably postponed. I don't know. Boy, how funny was um, was uh, sea salt oh, in Minnehaha Those poor kids. Sea salt, they just were like, you know what? Screw you. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to open and we don't care. And yeah. then they were like, oh shoot, guess Wait. what? We have to close. Yeah, because <laughs> you guys are slipping work. all over the sidewalks and sort of Injuring yourselves, and that's not good. 
I know. I know. I gotta love them for the fact for their tenacity. I liked that they just were living the life that Ben, who called in earlier, yes. of defiance. Who defiance. they're they're going to be grilling today in defiance of the snow. If you're looking for something like maybe some inspiration of how you should eat your feelings today, you can go to the Facebook page. We did ask the question, how are you going to get through? What are you eating today? We have a lot of great suggestions if you're still wondering. Uh, Jolene Carlson says she just put rum chata in her coffee. Yes, mama. And she has a couple different you know, IP dinner options for later. I like Lisa Norton Hunt. This is really great. We are having a raclette party tonight with our neighbors. Melted cheese. Yum. I right. forgot that I have a raclette maker. I got one for Christmas. I don't I, have one, and I don't think I've ever eaten it. I think I'm going to have raclette party now. This is excellent. Melted cheese on top of potatoes and bacon, and I, like with little cornichons chopped into that. Carbs and cheese. Carbs, carbs and, and cheese. cheese. Carbs, carbs and, and cheese. cheese. That's the moral of the story today. That is the moral of the story today. Carbs and cheese. And you have to sing it to that, too. Yeah, you do have to sort of chant it. It's sort <laughs> of like a mantra. <laughs> How is um, Surly Pizza, I have to ask you, because I didn't make it over there. Well, to be quite honest, I haven't either. Oh, good. I haven't made it. I haven't made it over there. So we're hoping that I'm going to go check it out. This sometime this weekend. Yeah. I um, I have been anticipating the Surly Pizza, and I am excited about it. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people loved it. Like, at the beginning, you know, there was a huge, you know, stuff going on right away. Yep. Everyone was, there was like a big media thing for it, so... I missed it all, and they ate everything. And so. remind us of when the new parlor opens in St. Paul. So parlor opens on Monday, on Monday in St. Paul. Paul. Okay. And Spring Cafe, which is the Como Dockside redo from Maddie O'Reilly and J.D. Fratsky, Ooh. they took over the pavilion. That is open, you guys. Wow. Even though it's called Spring Cafe, it's kind of lying. It is actually open, and they are. It's so, and it's they. Have, do you remember Como Dockside? What they did with the pavilion? Mm-mm. Did you ever go there? No. They had sort of a New Orleans vibe, a little you know, catfish and po' boy thing. That's fun. And but they painted the whole place sort of black. Oh, <laughs> it was a very dark green, gray, black kind of tone. Spring Cafe has lightened it up, and it is very white and very bright and just kind of lovely. Oh my gosh, the photos look yeah. so cute. I, I love the like menus hanging yep. from. Um, from the ceiling, mm-hmm. really, really cute. And Como, I mean, what a great, like, Blue Door Pub moved into Como. Yes. There's, like, that the, the Colossal Cafe there is great. Totally. Lots of good spots. Um, also, I heard that Mavericks is open again. Do you know about Mavericks Roast Beef? No. Okay, well, you're gonna. I'm going to have to have you wait on this. If you've never been to Mavericks, I'm going to have you give it a, some time to get back to normal because Mavericks is a legendary roast beef place up in Roseville. Yep. Lexington off Lexington, Roseville. But you know what? When you Google it, it says permanently closed. Well, they were supposed to open on Monday and I think that they did. They reopened, but they closed and then this new guy bought it because he's a super fan and he loved it and he wants to bring it back to life with the same recipes and everything else. I just think give the guy some time. I don't know if he's ever been a restaurateur. Kind okay. of a thing. Yeah. So give them some time, but just know that I I believe that they are open again. So someone I someone posted a picture of it. So that would be all right. Boy. Good. I know. I know. Lots of stuff. I there are a lot of things that have been canceled, by the way, today. I know that that's the twins game. <laughs> the twins game. Can you imagine going out and hanging out at the ballpark today? If you're listening to us live, look out your window right now. <laughs> Does it seem like baseball season? Should it be baseball season? Should you, do you want to go to a Twins game? Yeah. I know it was shocking that it was canceled last night, postponed last night and today. Yeah. Those will not be happening. Um, Let's just say that there's, yeah. I'm unfortunate that uh, the Sunny Hollow event that I was going to go tonight, a fundraiser for a lovely little school that Joy Summers' children attend. So unfortunately, we're going to have to reschedule that. So, but I am just going to say I will, uh, 
you know, I mean, I hope that any of these charity events, I know there was one at the food building tonight for loaves and fishes. Oh gosh. I don't know if that's still happening or not, but there's just a lot of things that, you know, a lot of restaurants, by the way, are going to be feeling the pinch because a Saturday night sales is something they usually count on. I know in a lot of local boutiques, I was thinking that same thing. That's always yeah. hard for those places when it's like this, they have a certain amount of weekend days. Yeah. It's so, hard when these land on a weekend. If you can support your local places, if you can strap on some snowshoes and, you know. Blue Door Pub does a deal the on these blizzard days that oh, if yeah. you show up in your snowshoes, I think the first beer is on them. Oh, I like it's that. It's the first, they give you something free. So I should yeah. make sure, I believe it's a beer. If you show up in your snowshoes or your cross-country skis, um, they are very happy to have you there. So some of those neighborhood places you can just, you know, venture out to. Yeah, I don't, I would, and I, if I lived within walking distance of something, I absolutely would. Oh, see, this is where you always say move out to the boondocks. And I say, why don't you move to my South Minneapolis hood? Guess what I can walk to? Coffee, oh, wine, see? Blue Door Pub. But Jeep Nation, I can go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for being here, Miss Elizabeth. Oh, thanks for it having me. I've lovely. had such a fantastic time. I'll be with you more dates this spring and summer. So good. We will be at Bachman's on Lindale next weekend, you guys. So oh. Hanson will be back. In the greenhouse? Yeah, we're going to be in the greenhouse, so you'll have to come by and check it out because it's going to be lots of fun. Have a good one, everybody. Tuck in. Eat your feelings. Eat your feelings. Ciao, ciao.